1: Each episode, we answer one personal financial question in a clear and understandable way. Because money is a tool. And when you understand the language of money, you can make better decisions to improve your financial life.
0: Hey, Scott. How are you? I'm well, James. How are you today? I'm doing great. Doing great. Ready for another episode. All right, man. Let's do it. Um, For today... You know, uh, a, a client actually emailed me today and, and asked this question. Um, and and I thought it would be a wonderful time to answer it for the audience at large. Um, and, and the question essentially is, um, should I operate my side business as a sole proprietorship or should I form a legal uh, limited liability company?
1: Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I think... Uh, th- we- we often run into this a lot where people get very excited about a business. They got a great idea or they want to get into something new and you got the idea, you got the fire, you want to go do it. But then it's like, how do I do this? Do I have to be set up as anything in particular? Should I be an LLC? Should I be a sole proprietor? And it can be a little bit overwhelming. And so let's try to simplify how they can make that decision.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I think this is actually really good for whether you're starting a business, whether you already have a business, um hopefully this conversation helps you weigh the pros and cons of having a sole proprietorship or an LLC. Yeah,
1: and and maybe the best place by the first place to start is let's just maybe do you mind defining what is a sole proprietorship versus what is an LLC just for starters?
0: Yeah. So a sole proprietorship. Um if I decide that I want to go um sell, I don't, maybe I want to have a lemonade stand on my driveway. <laughs> you know, I, can, yeah, I can go set up a sole proprietorship right now. Uh, you know, I, I, I essentially uh, can go start selling lemonade on my driveway. I probably need to go to the city real quick and get a permit to sell lemonade um, and make sure I'm doing all the things that the city, local, the local government tells me I need to do. But beyond that, there's really nothing else to do. Um, If I want to put out, uh, if I want to hold out as a name, maybe it's going to be Scott's lemonade stand. I can get a doing business as with the state or with the local government that says like Scott Frank's lemonade stand is really flows back through to me. But I'm the only Mm -hmm. owner. I take all responsibility. Um, And it's really, it's that simple. I, I basically can hang a shingle, put up my sign, get that proper license and go to work.
1: Yeah, and so there's not there's not a difference between Scott Frank and the lemonade stand. They're, they're essentially one and the same. There's no separate legal entity as a sole proprietor.
0: That is exactly it, yes. Yes, yeah.
1: Whereas with an LLC, what you're doing is you are actually set, setting up a separate legal entity, a limited liability company. And it's much easier than going and actually forming a corporation or these different things that maybe we'll talk about in just a bit. But an LLC is technically a separate entity. Yes. So when you're running your lemonade stand, uh, scott scott's lemonade llc is not the same legal entity as scott frank the individual and so what it's going to do is it's going to provide uh s- some benefits and there's there's some things that you need to keep in mind um but it's going to provide some benefits that you're not necessarily going to have as a sole proprietor because it is a separate legal entity
0: yeah and we'll get to those benefits shortly you know as far as going and and forming um you know, an LLC, we already talked about the things we have to do when we form a sole proprietorship, we've got to hang our shingle, right? Come up with a name, maybe get the proper licensing in our local area or whatever areas, you know, if there's got, if there's regulatory issues we need to deal with, we can do that too. Um, and then if we're forming an LLC, what we would do in addition to what we've done for a sole proprietorship is we would um, draft and file articles of incorporation. So really saying who, What is this limited liability corporation? Um, What's it being formed for? Who owns it? Um, Those are all things that we would need to do. And then, uh, so there'd be a cost to drafting those forms, filing those forms. And then uh, there may be some ongoing costs as well. For instance, in the state of California, if you'd like to have that Legal Liability Corporation protection, um, which we'll get to the reasons why that can be beneficial. There's a cost in the state of California. There's a minimum tax that you pay of $800 per year to have an LLC in the state of California. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And not every state is the same. A lot of other states are are much cheaper, much lower costs. But yeah, California, where we are, there's a cost of $800, which is going to come into play when determining should you be a sole proprietor or should you be an LLC? But there are these additional steps to be an LLC because I could go out today and I could be, you know, you could be Scott Frank Lemonade and you can start that today. You can't just say, oh, I want to be Scott Frank Lemonade LLC. It doesn't work that way. You do have to go file your article of incorporation. You actually have to file for that before you can have that entity set up. Correct. Yeah. So there's some extra, there's
0: time constraints that go into that. There's obviously paperwork to do, working with a lawyer or using an online provider like LegalZoom or someone like that to help draft those things for you, get them filed with the state, get everything back, have everything done in accordance. So so it does take a bit more to set up an LLC than a sole proprietorship.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so as we're thinking about this, unless there's other details you want to go into first, what, what are some of the benefits of an LLC over a sole proprietorship or benefits of a sole proprietorship over an LLC?
0: So I think that the, the two biggest benefits for an LLC compared to a sole proprietorship are legal protection and financial protection. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And what do you mean by that?
0: So what do we mean by that? So um, legal protection. Uh, I, I formed my LLC, my lemonade stand, uh, and did, did it with, uh, as a sole proprietor. So I am liable for a personally liable for anything that happens in the business. So let's say I don't have insurance and I go sell lemonade and it makes everyone gets poisoned by my lemonade. And so people come after me personally, because I gave them a bad product. Um, i'm at I'm liable they can come after my personal assets because um, I made a mistake right if if I formed a LLC and uh, everything's set up appropriately they can come after the assets of the business but they can't come after my personal assets
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and the goal is to you want to be it, it, with of course the exception of negligence or any malintent or anything but yeah it's going to provide you that liability protection of people can't come after you. You know, your, your, your personal savings, your home, your other assets are going to be safe. You don't need to worry about if I go into business, could this potentially ruin everything if something goes wrong?
0: Yep. So the other benefit would be in, um, to me that I would see would be like if you're in capital funding. So like, let's say you're going to go and get a loan for the business. Um, For the most part, when you start, even with an LLC, uh, businesses, anyone who lends to you is going to want a personal guarantee on your assets. So this doesn't necessarily help you in the earlier years, but if you form a legitimate business, that's an ongoing concern and you uh, can show a track record that's very, that's reliable, eventually you may be able to get loans for the business that are solely um, backed up by the business. So it's not backed up by you personally. So if you have a loan and the business goes bankrupt, um, they won't come after you personally, your personal assets in that instance. So that's another reason why an LLC can be beneficial.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then on top of that, you just also, you can have tax preferential treatment of the way you earn income. So I don't know if I'm skipping ahead too much here, Scott, stop me if I am, but As we're thinking about it, when you're a sole proprietor, any income that you receive, minus, of course, the cost of operation, you're being taxed on that full amount as Mm -hmm. a wage. So you're paying federal tax, you're paying state tax, and you're paying uh, Social Security, Medicare tax, so FICA tax. As an LLC, you can take a portion of your income as a wage, which is subject fully to federal taxes, state taxes. And and this is if you elect as an S-corp, which I know I think
0: I would, actually pause, right? I would actually stop like 15 seconds before where you were, which will bring me going, in. I, lo- I love Take where you're, where where you're headed, <laughs> but most of us get, I see this commonly happen with people when they come in and sit down to talk about their business. They think that an LLC is the, is a, is a, ta- makes for a different taxation method than a sole proprietorship.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and at, at the first level, it does not. So an LLC and a sole proprietorship, you can, it's, they're both pass-through entities, which means that any income that you earn passes through to you and it goes on your tax return. And what James is getting at, which is a great thing, is that many limited liability corporations will elect to be S-corps. Or a subchapter S corp, which basically means they can choose to take some of the funds and use as wages, and some of the funds and get paid out as business distributions. So there Mm -hmm. is a benefit that can happen within LLCs, but it's not the norm. It's not like you just choose it as the norm.
1: It's not automatic. Yeah, the LLC is technically a disregarded entity, which means if you go to file your tax return and you tell the IRS, "Hey, I'm an LLC," that means nothing to them. The the LLC is going to provide protection in the liability side. But you then need to elect um, whether to be taxed as an escort or whether you're going to stay as a sole proprietor.
0: Right. And if if you don't, if you're going like, how am I taxed? What what does my accountant tell me to do? The way you would know is you would go look at your 1040, your personal tax return, and you would see whether or not all of your business income is on Schedule C. If it's on Schedule C, you're a sole proprietorship. Um, if you file a separate tax return for your business, uh, more than likely an S corp.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, am I able to keep talking about taxes now, or am I still cutting ahead?
0: No, you're good. <laughs> I just think that difference, though. You, do you know what I'm saying? Like people, it's a big difference. Like, I'm yes. an LLC, and then I'll say, "Well, how are you taxed?" And they'll go, "Well, I'm an LLC." And I'm like, no, no, no the, like your point of it's a disregarded entity matters. So what question, the question is, how does that tax flow through to you
1: personally? That it makes it. Yes. Different. And so if you elect to be taxed as an S corp, so you set up your LLC and you say, I'm going to be taxed as an S corp instead of as a sole proprietor. The benefit of that is you can treat some of your income as a draw or a dividend or, or an owner's distribution. You'll hear it called different things. And what that means is the portion of your income that you take as a draw it's not subject to payroll taxes in the same way that a wage would be. So, for example, Scott, you start your lemonade stand and you are uh, all the neighborhood neighbors, they're, they're coming and they're buying your lemonade and you're not poisoning any of them like you mentioned. Yeah. You're, you're running it right. Yeah. Um, you as may, I would. Yeah. <laughs> as you would. You do great. You earn, let's say, $150,000 in a year. Uh-huh. Well, as a sole proprietor, you would be taxed fully on that $150,000. You'd pay federal taxes, you pay state taxes, and you would pay payroll taxes, so the Social Security Medicare taxes. Yeah. As an LLC, and you would want to coordinate with your accountant, you could potentially treat some of that $150,000 as a wage. So that's, uh, let's say $100,000 in this case. So you're still paying those taxes, federal, state, and payroll taxes. But the other $50,000 or so, and again, I'm just using round numbers for examples, Uh, You would take it and it would be subject to federal and state taxes, but it would not be subject to payroll taxes, which as the business owner, which you are now, are going to total 15.3%. So it's a way to save a decent amount of money on taxes when you work out how much you're taking as a wage or how much you're taking as an owner's draw.
0: Yep. That's great. Absolutely. Uh, And then those FICA taxes are limited to some adjustments, but we're like glossing. That's getting way too geeked out way too fast. And then the next issue is you go look at is like, well, how can you go save for this? So you can go back to the, I think our very first episode, should I use a SEP or a solo 401k so that you can save, put more of that money away, Uh, which I think we talk about S-Corp or not then as well. So yeah, all, all of that's there. Fully agree.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So one, I think the bottom line, and we we're kind of talking about this, is there a rule of thumb for when someone should be an S corporation or or should be an LLC taxed as an S corporation or should be an LLC versus a sole proprietor? Or is it kind of a case by case basis? And and what we were talking about is the fact that to be an LLC, there's going to be if you're in California an eight hundred dollar per year fee. And so if you're starting a business and it's just a side business and you're getting it started and you're not making much money an LLC could potentially hurt you financially because you may be paying a, a decent chunk of that money just in taxes each year to maintain the LLC. Mm-hmm. Again, that's, if if you have liability with what you're doing, that doesn't matter. You should absolutely set the LLC just for some protection, most likely, unless you use other types of insurance to protect against it. But yeah. really, once you start making more money is when an LLC might make more sense versus a sole proprietor.
0: So that's something that um, you know, like if you're uh, if you're in a business where you need to have error and omission insurance, or you need to have liability insurance for in case you you give a you know wrong information or something like that, you're probably going to want to have liability insurance to begin with, mm-hmm. um, you know, just for that side business as is. So then, to me, the question becomes like if you're a sole proprietor. Absolutely, make sure you have the liability insurance. Right, uh, right. it's very similar to we have a home, we own a home. but well, we get homeowners insurance with liability built into it in case someone gets hurt on our premises. Right, you mm-hmm. do the same thing in your business, and then the next level that you go to is: Would you like? does it make sense to also have an LLC for additional protection, uh, and that's a choice that you have to make. And the legit the the upsides are legal and financial protections versus a sole proprietorship. The Kind of the downside is it, it's a bit more timely and costly to go create one versus keeping a sole proprietorship. Um, and, you know, as far as personal personal liability, um, sole proprietorships will, you'll typically be even more important to have that personal liability uh, insurance or business insurance versus if you're an LLC, you may not be as worried about it relative to being a sole proprietor.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. And one thing I'll add to that, I don't have the numbers in front of me to back it up but a couple accountants I spoke with that, that told me these numbers. You're, as an LLC, I think you're, you're four times less likely to be audited than you would be as a sole proprietor. So that's another benefit as well. It kind of formalizes the business that you're doing. Um, the IRS is less likely to raise a red flag when you file your return if you're an LLC versus a sole proprietor. So another consideration in there as well.
0: Yeah, interesting. Now, is that between an LLC and a sole proprietor or between an S-corp and a sole proprietor?
1: Uh, LLC and, and sole proprietor. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. And and so that's, uh, you know, that's, you don't want to get audited. Now, you're not, it's not like a huge probability to start with for either of those, but just yeah. the way you file things, you're going to be more likely not to, you're to pass on that audit as an LLC versus a sole proprietor. Absolutely.
0: Well, what do you think anything else that you'd want to add here uh you know as far as we're chatting this through
1: uh just if you're gonna make lemonade, don't make people sick and you should be good to go for sure right? <laughs> yeah. no i, I think I think that's a good I
0: think at the end of the day, weigh it's the pros coming. and cons for yourself you know uh if if you're if you are a sole prop, make sure make sure you make sure any, any liabilities that you may be exposed to, you, you can have insurance for. And then you can always weigh that cost of what's that insurance relative to doing LLC or in addition to doing LLC. You know, the more mm-hmm. you do it the more iron, the more protected you are. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. And talk, talk, to your, talk to your CPA, talk to your tax planner, talk to your financial advisor, make sure that you're getting some good feedback if you are looking to start a, a business. But in general, uh, both have pros and cons, but that's, uh, I think, a, a good overview of the two of them.
0: Great. Well, see you next week.
1: Sounds good. Thanks, Scott. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Real Personal Finance Podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and let us know by leaving a five-star review. And if you have a question that you'd like for us to answer, then head over to the Real Personal Finance website at realpersonalfinance.co. And there's a section on the bottom of each page there where you can submit your own question for Scott and I to answer on a future episode. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and should not be relied upon for a basis for investment decision. This podcast is not engaged in rendering legal, financial, or other professional services.